0: hey everybody this is ryan mallory with swing trading the stock market and i've got a good episode for you guys here today we are talking about the disheartened trader and look man there's a lot of traders that will deal with just fatigue burnout feeling like the market's rigged against them that they'll never make it that somehow they just don't have what it takes to be a successful trader in the stock market and I want to provide a little bit of encouragement here because the guy that's writing me here today and we're going to call him Judd, that's my Florida redneck name for this guy. Judd writes, "Good afternoon, Ryan. I love your podcast and I've been listening for a few months now. I've decided to write you as of recently I'm feeling disheartened. And look, man, I don't want that. But it's a given that you're going to go through that in your trading journey and experience." He writes, I have been trading for about eight months, but following the market for a little over that. I fell in love with charting, technical analysis, and trading as a whole. I mainly day trade, and I understand your bread and butter is swing trading. I like the idea of being in and out and not having to worry much about what the stock will do long term. I trade crypto, but recently I'm asking myself if I should switch to stocks. But every time I think about doing this, I think about the potential opportunity I'm missing within the volatility and the classic charting patterns that are in crypto. I also don't like the idea of giving up and I don't want you to give up, man, but maybe there's a good alternative for you to, or approach that can utilize your skills and harnesses the best. We're going to get into that. I have made logs and I've made a note of most of my trades and even just trade ideas to see if I was on the right lines. I think my main issue is here. I can't seem to narrow down what strategy I want to trade. I like trading breakout patterns. Typically a falling wedge or ascending triangle would be my favorite setup. And I have kept a log on how acutely, they break in a given direction. But they don't come up all the time, so I looked in the scalping. And we're gonna get to that comment there because I think he's might be confusing time frames with trading setups and we don't want that. He wraps it up by saying, I fall in and out of thinking I know what I'm doing and now I think I actually know nothing. And does it work? Have you ever felt disheartened or that you hit a wall in your trading journey where nothing makes sense and you question if technical analysis even works. Yes, I actually do. More frequent than you would expect too. Anything else you can pick at or ask me some questions in the podcast? Should it make it on? I can ask myself or shed some light on trading technicals, hitting walls, even what I trade. Yours sincerely and kind regards, Judd. All right, there's a lot to unpack on that email. And my heart really goes out to him because I think he really is trying to do his best as a trader, but he's struggling. And he's wondering if he's cut out for it. Before I get to his situation and dilemma, what am I drinking? I've got some 1897 Old Forester Bottled and Bond, man. This stuff is good stuff. In fact, if you're wanting a set of bourbons that are just really good, solid bourbons, pretty much anything you get from Old Forester is going to be solid. So I like this one. I've had it before, but I've never reviewed it. But as you can see, it's got some good color to it. Smell it. I mean, you pick up on a little bit like of an orange flavor, some like caramel notes. Pretty good. You know, it numbs the mouth pretty fast. It comes in there. You get a little bit of that nice, sweet transition that you pick up in the notes when you're smelling it. And it transitions right into that spicy finish. Now, probably the one knock I would say against it, it probably transitions into the finish maybe a little bit too fast i wouldn't mind tasting a little bit more of that sweetness though you do get enough of it where you're happy about it and that 50 percent alcohol 100 proof it makes for a really good quality taste i always love the 100 proof bottled and bonds man there's just something about those that always taste really good i always consider that like the sweet spot of bourbons and would i consider it an everyday sipper yes i would it is a solid everyday sipper you're probably going to pay about 50 to 55 dollars a bottle maybe a little bit high for an everyday sipper, but if you can shell it out, it's definitely worth it. It's hard to find at times. I don't always see it at all the places that I frequent, but when I do come across it, if I'm low on the bottle, I'm definitely gonna pick this up again. And one of the unique traits about it is it, it like tingles on the tongue, man. It's like you've been sitting on the John too long, scrolling through your Twitter feed and you start to realize your feet have fallen asleep. That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of what it's like on the tongue, man. It's like your tongue gets all the tinglies, man. It's really crazy, but it's really good. Do I think it's better than 1910? That was the one thing that I was wrestling against. And I don't want to say that it's better than 1910. I think 1910 is still the best in the business. I'm going to give it an 8.3. That's a pretty solid score. It's up there with the Stag Jr. that I recently did. It's pretty close to the 1910 as well. And it's a solid, solid bourbon, man. So check it out. I, I really like it. All right, but let's get back to Judd's email here. He's disheartened. We don't want him to be disheartened, man. That's one of the worst things that you can experience as a trader because you doubt everything that you know about trading. And we don't want that, man. You gotta push through these moments. And you've only been trading for eight months. And that's not a ton of time for trading. Eight months, you're not gonna be an expert at trading. And that's just the God honest truth. You have yet to really experience a lot of what the market can do. Eight months ago, that was June of 2021. We're in February of 2022. And since June, the market is up and there's been some quality runs. And if you're only a alongside trader, you have experienced a few dips along the way that will have eaten away at your profits. If you're not managing the risk, using stop losses, taking consistent profits along the way and you're winning trades, you had the September, October decline, and then you had the decline in January. Now, Judd here is trading crypto but even crypto has seen some even crazier swings, man. It's gone from 32 back in June to like 68 or $69,000 a coin all the way back down to 32 only to bounce back up to 44. So if he's just trading Bitcoin, which I'm assuming he isn't, he's probably swinging some other ones like Doge or Ethereum or Litecoin or you know the whole gamut of them all. But if that's the case and he's not managing the risk, then he's going to see a lot of ups and downs and he's going to be disheartened. That's why it is important against your better judgment. Look, when I'm trading a stock and I'm getting on a stock that's starting to move, the last thing I wanna do is take profits along the way. I don't want to because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking to myself, this thing's going to the moon, just like all the Wall Street bets people think but I have to trade against myself and realizing that sometimes what I think is not what the market's going to do. Yes, sometimes I get a lot more out of the trade than I could have ever imagined. Sometimes I'll get 40 or 50% out of a trade and that's great. But along the way, I'm gonna be taking profits because I don't expect that out of every one of my trades. And if I can come away with just averaging four or 5% on a trade, that's a good thing. If I can walk away getting six or 7% on a trade, that's great. But you gotta manage the risk along the way. And a lot of times, With your winning trades, we don't think that we have to manage those at all. We just think that they're gonna just keep going up. But those are just as important to manage the risk on because the one thing you don't want to have happen is for what was once green to become deeply red. I was trading Unity Software last year and I was getting in the mid-100s. I ran it up to like 180, 190. I don't remember the exact numbers offhand, but overall on the trade, I made something like 20%, okay? It has since dropped all the way down. $95 a share and it's bounced back a little bit, but that could have easily have been a profitable trade that turned into a loser. And here's the other thing too, that I would say about losers. I would reckon that for most traders, their biggest losses come from trades that were once big winners. Why do I say that? Is because if you're up 30 or 40% on a trade and you start to see it come back down again, let's say it goes down to like where you're only up 15% on the trade then it's those moments where as a trader, we say, okay, I don't wanna lose all the profits I just had. I'll write it back up to where I was at before and I'll get out. If I can get it out at 40% gain, like I was at before, maybe a couple of weeks ago, I'll get out. But what that happens is it just keeps on going down and down and down. And then all of a sudden they find themselves in the red. Psychologically, they can't even process that. They're like, a couple of weeks ago, I was just 40 or 50% in the green. How in the world am I now looking at a loss on this trade? It's happened to me, especially early on. Oh, it's the worst feeling in the world. You feel like a complete reject. And that goes to this question about have I ever felt disheartened before in trading? Absolutely. There's times where I doubt t- technical analysis, even as an experienced trader who's been doing this now for like 30 years. There's still times where I get disheartened. And I'm wondering, has things changed? Is technical analysis no longer valid? No, it's not the case. Because you got to remember, too, about technical analysis, it's not meant to be where it conforms to what you want your trades to do. Technical analysis is a guide. It shows you where support has held. It doesn't mean support's going to hold in the future, but it also tells you that if it's held in the past and it breaks now, there's a change in character. It's the reason for how we manage risk, technical analysis. It provides you the support levels that if broken, something's not right about that trade and you've got to get out. It also provides you with, okay, if that support holds, maybe there's a good bounce opportunity there. We oftentimes get disheartened by technical analysis because it doesn't conform to what we want it to do. But really, it's a guide. Support and resistance is made to hold, and it's also made to be broken. And regardless of what price does with support and resistance, with trend lines and declining trend lines and ascending triangles and breakout plays, it's ultimately another piece of information that's going to help you make a good decision for what's best for your trading account and for your trading strategy. If I see a stock that breaks out, and it's this beautiful, gorgeous cup and handle pattern, and it breaks right out of it. And then the next day, I go into the trading session, up 3% on the trade, only to see it sell off at the open, and it goes right back down and closes below the breakout level, and you get this nasty candle pattern that's like a shooting star candle. Okay, I gotta take that information and consider the trade based off of what I know now. It was breaking out yesterday, it was making some solid gains, it reversed, it goes back down below the breakout level, And now I gotta make a decision whether or not the status quo has changed on the trade so much to where the trade setup itself is not any longer valid. And if it's not, then I sell the position. So we have to be fluid every day with what the market's trying to show us and not take it personal when it doesn't conform to what we want it to do. Look, again, we talk about being disheartened. It's disheartening for a winning trade to turn into a losing trade. But it's also disheartening for a trade that you just got into to top tick the entry price only to see it drop three or 4% and get stopped out. Yes, am I managing the trade when that happens? Am I managing the risk? Yeah, but it's still disheartening. And it's easy to go, you know, after you've had like three or four losing trades to say to yourself, do I know what I'm doing? What the heck is going on here? Yes, it's very much easy to think that. But what trading has taught me is that every market presents new challenges. And with those new challenges, there's going to be struggles. And with those struggles, there's gonna be times that you doubt yourself as a trader, but you're also gonna have that experience as you continue to do this in the years to come to look back and say, hey, I remember when I traded through that sideways market of 2015. I remember when I survived and even profited off of the 2008 recession. I remember when that dot-com bubble blew up and what it did to my account because I didn't manage risk. And I'm telling you these things from personal experience. Guys, there's been plenty of times where I've broken keyboards and I've broken mouses or mice, whatever you wanna call them. I've done that out of frustration and out of self doubt. In fact, if you look over here in this closet, there's a stack of old keyboards that I've never gotten rid of that I've broken because of frustration with my trades. I think that one day I'm gonna have a whole wall montage of all the broken keyboards. That's why I keep them around. And it's also a reminder too, to show the growing pains that I've gone through over the years, those battles, those frustrations, those difficulties. That's all part of the trading. And as a person who's only been trading for eight months, you're just getting into it, man. For some people, it's gonna take a couple years or three years, sometimes it takes five years for people to really get trading to click in their head. But when it does, it's a beautiful thing and it can create one of the best careers you'll ever get into. One of the interesting things on this particular podcast is he talked about how his favorite setups are ascending triangle patterns and falling wedges. But then he talks about those don't always come up all the time, so he goes into scalping. Well, those are really like apples and oranges. The reason why I say that is because scalping is more of like a time frame that you're trading. You're just trying to get a quick buck off of the market, You know, maybe using like a, a one minute or five minute chart. Ascending triangles can be on a weekly chart, ascending triangles can be on a daily chart or a five minute chart. So they don't necessarily relate to each other. What I would tell this person, is that day trading, especially starting off, is very, 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 very difficult to succeed in. I don't even like day trading simply because it is very hard to extract profits out of the market. If you go back 15, 20, 30 years, you'll see that most of a market's gains happen overnight. In fact, it's the large majority of your gains happen overnight. You have three main schools that you can trade. You can be a day trader, you can be a swing trader, you can be a long-term investor. For those who don't really know the differences, day traders you're you're getting in, you're getting out each day, you're going 100% cash at night. Swing traders, you can hold a position from like a couple of days all the way up to like 6 months. Long-term investing, you tend to hold stocks for over a year, usually maybe 10, 15, 20 years if it's a really good investment. But swing trading, I've always felt like it's the bread and butter. Not that you can't do some of each. I have some long-term investment accounts but I also like swing trading because for day trading, you realize your profits the fastest because of the time frame that you're trading in, but you're also realizing the smallest amount of profits. With investing, it takes the longest to realize those profits, but it's also the biggest profits. Swing trading is the perfect in between day trading and investing. That's why I like swing trading so much because you get the best of both worlds. Not as big of profits perhaps in long-term investing, but you don't have to wait as long either. And you get that in between the day trading and the long-term investing. So I think it might be actually a good opportunity for somebody like Judd to try out swing trading. And cryptos are wild, man. Cryptos are wild, they're very volatile. It's like almost in some cases with the number of them because they're trading at fractions of a penny, they're like penny stock. Now that doesn't mean I think you shouldn't trade cryptos. I have a crypto account, but I'm gonna be a swing trader of equities primarily. And one of the best ways to trade equities is signing up for swingtradingthestockmarket.com. Let me tell you guys, this is gonna be all of my stock market research that you get each and every day. That's going to include all the FANG stocks. That's going to include research on all the indices, plus my weekly master watch lists and the stocks that I'm watching each and every day, plus the most intriguing charts that I come across, swingtradingthestockmarket.com. And you're going to be supporting this podcast as a result of that. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just click on the join button down below and it'll take you right to that same page. Now. The takeaway here for Judd, remember technical analysis isn't something that conforms to what you want a stock to do. Remember with technical analysis, support and resistance is going to hold, it's going to break. There's oftentimes where we want it to hold and it breaks and there's times where we want it to break where it holds. And that's just the nature of it. It's a guide to making good decisions from profit-taking to risk management to entries and everything in between. And remember, if you're an inexperienced trader, there's a learning curve to trading. I'm not going to be the person that tells you you're going to get filthy rich after just doing it for a couple of months. It's like hitting the driving range for eight months and think that you're going to sink birdies on every one of your holes when it comes to golf. It's just, it doesn't happen. You have to go through the time. You have to go through the experiences and you've got to try to figure out for yourself what's the best trading strategy. And you're only going to learn that over the years, what works best for you. I love these emails because they provide such a good self-reflection for me as well. It helps me to come up with some really good thoughts and ideas as it pertains to trading. So make sure that you keep sending me your emails, Ryan at sharepointer.com. I almost get every one of these emails out on the air. So I'd encourage you guys to keep sending them to me. I read them all. And in the case of Judd, man, I, I mean, this stuff pulls at the heartstrings, man. I want you guys to do good. And I think this podcast is set up in such a way to where I don't take on guests. You guys are the guests, and I want you guys to be the focus of this podcast so that you guys can learn and can experience what it means to become a profitable trader. Thank you, guys, and God bless. Thanks for listening to my podcast, Swing Trading the Stock Market. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the Share Planner Trading Block, where I navigate the stock market each day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you will get a seven-day trial and access to my trading room, including alerts via text, email, and WhatsApp. So go ahead, sign up by going to shareplanner.com slash block. That's www.shareplanner.com slash tradingblock. And follow me on Share Planner's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where I provide unique market and trading information every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at brian at shareplanner.com. All the best to you, and I look forward to trading with you soon.